Welcome to the Masters in Motion podcast, where we empower Masters athletes to reach their full potential. Join us as we delve into the world of CrossFit and showcase the strength, resilience, and determination of Masters athletes, because we love this sport. I'm Jason Grubb, and again, I've got Rick Stevenson with me on this episode. Happy semifinals week, Jason. Are you hey, excited? Hey, great time. Oh, I'm so excited. I, I mean, I woke up nervous, and we're recording this on Monday night. We received our semi-final email that had links to all the semi-final workouts for me at two o'clock uh, central time for you at three o'clock eastern time so we had plenty of time from wake up until delivery to stress and be nervous and chew off all of our fingernails uh, but then we got the workouts and immediately texted each other got them here we go right and suddenly you saw the little link on the email for each of the descriptions and it's almost as as uh as crossfitters understand it's when you get it's like christmas morning you're 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 hesitant to touch the link and go oh my gosh what is coming and then i was like hmm some good and some bad we'll see <laughs> seriously i i don't know why i went i i very much agree with the christmas morning analogy because i was reading the workout in the email to see the overview of it and then i would see the workout and the weights and i'd be like oh my gosh you know test 1b 225 pound snatches oh my gosh that i click the link to get the details and get in there and see that there's a little more information there that is very relevant i'm like oh okay so then because I did it that way on the first workout, I couldn't just click all four links and just look at the actual workout sheets. I had to go back and look at like almost like the, the, the wrapping paper and then open it and see what it actually looked like on the inside. So I just went into this whole cycle of doing that. Well, as a, as an old man here, I'll tell you that I saw the 225 and for once I didn't panic. I was like, I said, let me just get in. Let me read the details. They're not making 50 to 54 do 225 snatches right now at this stage. So yeah, well, we'll, get, still we'll get into that yeah. when we, Definitely when we talk about that workout. We'll, yeah, we'll get there. And, and we've got some fun. It's it's a new thing that, that we're seeing here, which is really cool. But I definitely had about one minute of absolute panic thinking, wow, what if I get a zero on a workout? This is tricky. Um, I can snatch 225. I have snatched it three times precisely in my life. And if I have to, I'll I'll do it. <laughs> figure it I out. Was, uh, I, yeah, I'll figure it out. Uh, uh, I do want to say, we get, well, as of our yeah. recording right now, they're still not I'm still not getting them uh, from the from the website itself. They're still not up. Right. And I had no luck in the app either. I get nothing in the app. So the only way we're seeing these are from the emails. And I know I had some friends reach out. Hey, what are they? What are you talking about? And if you didn't see them posted on Instagram for CrossFit, um, you could have gotten them emailed to you from somebody who had. So that that's why we have in front of us. And to second that, I also got text messages from people who saw a post on Instagram that showed the workouts. But because there's nothing up on the website or in the app, they didn't know the scaling options. You know, they're asking me, hey, Jason, how many 225 snatches are you planning to get? And uh, now I've got to explain that, well, actually, in the, the actual printout, we have uh, a bit of scaling in there. And it's, there's a bit more detail to get into. And the details are fun. Let's, let's, we're going to get to those details. We have one piece of news that you picked up in a podcast with Boz and uh, the, the CrossFit podcast CrossFit that was very interesting. Chase uh, posted, but yep. uh, there was uh, a question was asked uh, about the equipment list and maybe some of the discrepancies of what has been on programmed, uh, specifically the bench. I don't think a bench was listed. As insignificant as that sounds, somebody brought it up and said, well, why did we see benching in the quarterfinals? Um, Boz's answer was, 
pretty clear. It makes a lot of sense now. Um, the equipment list was born out of the pandemic. A lot of people at home, not access to a gym. They started to bring things back. They wanted to try and make it as inclusive as possible and said, here's the bare bones of equipment that you'll need to complete the following tests. They anticipate going away from it pretty shortly uh, because as everything is opened back up and you really have access to just about everything you need for what they've programmed so far, don't get so hung up if you get something programmed that's not on the equipment list. So the community doesn't have to stress anymore. I like that. It's It was definitely one of the guides that we were using to try to predict workouts and predict remaining workouts. We have, you know, we haven't seen this yet. We haven't Mm -hmm. seen that yet. So then when something doesn't come through, there's a a bit of confusion. And now we're circling back and maybe we're getting grumpy with HQ because they didn't have something they said they were going to have. And we went out and bought something, you know, whatever. The one thing that they've done in the past that I did like, this was before they had a full equipment list, is they did give some hints historically to something that might be not readily available. So I remember in 2016, 2017, I think it was 2017, when they let the community know we're going to be having dumbbells in the open right. this year. Yep. And I think that was fair. Mm-hmm. You like give people a heads up that there's kind of a new piece of equipment that we should all have. But just in case you don't, we're going with 35s and 50s. And then in 2021, I believe uh, they mentioned that the semifinals for or the age groups would be having a GHD in one of our virtual competitions. So that uh, gave us the time to make sure that we had uh, the ability to get to a gym or acquire a GHD. My crazy brain, as soon as I heard that there was going to be a GHD uh, in the uh, semifinals, I had a GHD and I sold mine because it was kind of an off-brand, like used one. I sold that and I bought the Rogue, I don't know, Abram 2.0 exclusive, whatever the edition was. I don't know what I, but I have the one that's made out of, uh, I don't know, tank armor it's it's three thousand pounds i remember taking that from my garage to the gym in 2021 i believe and being concerned actually that i was going to hurt myself getting this ghd into the back of my truck to get it to the gym to do semifinals. but uh you know there's a lot on the line so i wanted to make sure i had a good ghd what am i gonna do yes kind of take seeing some ghds for granted there i won't do that anymore yeah Oh, you never know. I, the gym that I was training at, they did not have great GHDs. And, uh, you know, it can't leave any stone unturned. So, yeah, I, I brought my own GHD in. But with that said, yes. let's just jump deep into the deep end here. We have uh, four tests released by HQ. Uh, just from an overview uh, top level, we've got uh, test one is a two-part test. Test two is a one-part test. Correct me if I'm wrong mm-hmm. in any of these, Rick. Yep. Test three is also a two-part test. And then test four is a one-part test. So we have a total of six scores, but we have different points uh, for different uh, tests, though test A and test B. So all of the test Bs are 50 points. The test A's are 100 points. We have a total of 500 points altogether. So we'll keep that in mind as we kind of work our way through these tests. Points are differently now for semifinals. First place in a workout gets 100 points. They'll scale it on down all the way down to 30th place. And I think that scoring is in the rule books somewhere too. So in the past where fewest number of points was best, now it's max number of points. Uh, So total available would be if you won all of the workouts would be 500 points. Interesting. Very good point. Um, And that is news to me right now. I love that you have these details. This is why we keep you around here, Rick. You know the things. (laughs) Tell the family that too. (laughs) Well, test test number one, A, uh, we have test number one, A and B, and they are back-to-back tests with no break between them. I'll talk about this workout Mm -hmm. and then we'll go through some of the details and some of our thoughts. And then Rick, 
I'll have, you'll do test number two, sure. and we'll go back and forth there. So test number 1A is four time. It is worth 100 points. It starts with a 1,000-meter row, 100 double-unders, 20 shuttle runs, back to the rower for a 750-meter row, 75 double-unders, 15 shuttle runs, back to the rower for 550 double-unders, 10 shuttle runs, 250-meter row, 25 double-unders, 5 shuttle runs. Time cap is 25 minutes, which tells me this is a time-consuming effort. And as soon as you step across that finish line with those five shuttle runs done, you immediately have three minutes to complete as many snatches as possible uh, during those three minutes. Uh, the the RX weight for the younger ages, we'll just call them the younger ages in the master's community, are 225, 155. Uh, for those that are 45 to 54, in my age group, we've got 185, 125. Uh, master's 55 to 59, that's your age group, you've got 155, 105. And that's that's all I have on the on the sheet right here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you made this me was older one, than I am. I've got your one eighty five. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. What did so, I say? Yeah, my age yeah. group. I'd love to be fifty five, fifty nine with one fifty five. Oh, right that's now. right. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I'd I said that. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know why I threw that there. Yeah, you are in my age group. I I don't know why. I just yeah, it, it's um, it, it's just interesting on the weight right now. Uh, and they went mm-hmm. by ten year increments, which we think as a community yep. we've been asking, and uh, maybe they've listened. To this and i think they're appropriate for each of those 10-year windows and last year we had a snatch workout and the interesting thing about last year was that uh i had as a 46 year old last year all the way up to 50 year old we had heavy snatches we we started with 135 we bumped up to 185 bumped up to 225 then 245 for my age group and then once we got to your age group the the scaling was pretty dramatic yeah I, and it became yeah. a different workout yeah our top weight was 155 in that final i think window or however they did it so it became just grip it and rip it as many times as you could and our score numbers were a lot higher than the absolute numbers that you had because I think if you got a snatch or two at 225, that was considered a really, really good, uh, really good job. Yeah. I mean, imagine that between me and you, we've got about four years of age difference Mm -hmm. and that's a 90 pound difference in the heavy snatch. I didn't get anywhere close to the 225 pound snatch. And now you're in that last snatch in that 155 and just, you know, I know that you were touch and go for about six minutes, (laughs) not touch and go, but it was really a a grueling effort. Yeah. Drop, grab. Yeah, absolutely. So now here, both at 185, this is going to be a little bit different where I think your age group will go a lot faster than our age group will. Yeah. And if we... We would. We were talking about this before uh, that we started recording, but uh, we are grateful that CrossFit is starting to create this this graduated scaling because it is appropriate. And we were also talking that you know if they wanted to take this just a slight step further, if you go 185 for the 45 to 49 year olds and you do something like 175 for the 50 to 54, that that does make a big change for uh, probably quite a few athletes in that 50 to 50 year old age group. But again, up. Uh, CrossFit's making progress, and we're. Not, I'm not upset. I'm. I'm glad that we're not doing 225. Um. And but you know, Rich Froning, 35, about 36. He is a different athlete than the 44 year olds in that age group. So there'll be some dramatically different scores in that particular Part B effort. And I think the same thing: a 46 year old or 45 year old versus a 54 year old. That is pretty dramatic. Yeah. But gosh, thankfully, thankfully there at least is these 10 year gradients here. Um. 
going to the top of the page, if we go to the beginning of this test, what are your initial impressions when you saw this? Uh, what were maybe some of your initial feelings, thoughts? You and I made the joke that uh, the lucky men and women that are going to move on from semifinals better practice running because we've seen running now shuttle runs in all three stages. Um, on, on the, looking at it, test 1A as a whole, it's 50 shuttle runs, 50 total shuttle runs, roughly 10 minutes of rowing. It'll be much faster, but I'm, I'm just assuming the in and out of transition, it'll be like four minutes for a thousand, three for the 752 and one minute. So roughly 10 minutes of rowing <laughs> faster. And then 250 double unders, I think, if I've got my math right. So to have 25 minute cap, uh, yeah, we're going to be, you know, they'll, everybody will be done faster than that. But the cap gives you clues to what they think. It's a longer yeah. duration workout. No it's doubt. a longer duration. And this is the long workout in this entire, uh, you know, again, overview of the entire test. This is the long one. Yep. And we kick it off with the long one, um, or at least we have to do this within the first 24 hour window. And if one could do the entire semifinals in that first 24 hour window, if they wanted to really change it up and do the last workout first and the first workout last, but, but th I noticed that they put this first and this was a similar workout like this was in quarterfinals in the second half uh, window of quarterfinals. It was test three, right. I believe, yep. of quarterfinals. And I just remember in quarterfinals, the shuttle runs were quite devastating. Uh, I felt my heart rate go up significantly and then just stayed very high through the shuttle runs through the rope climbs, through the bench press. Um, it was really tough to finish that workout. And I know that for me, I was on the ground for quite a few minutes at the end of that workout. And at the end of this workout, we don't have the opportunity to get on the ground. We have to immediately start snatching. So I think there's going to be an element in this workout where you're thinking as you're rowing, which is you know, the, in shuttle runs where you have the most time just to just you and your thoughts and your judge counting correctly. Um, wow. Am I going too fast or I'm going how what are snatches going to feel like after this effort? Right. So and I, I'm, I'm curious to see. You, you, know. you brought this point up. It's you don't begin your three minutes at the 25 minute mark. It clearly states it says test 1B begins as soon as 1A is complete. So if you're done in 21 minutes, your total time working will be 24 minutes. I mean, it, yeah. you do not get faster on 1A does not allow you to rest to 25 minute no. mark. So. It is just, and, you're going to want to push the pace because you have to on 1A, yep. but you better be ready to pick up a bar. And it's, this is, this is a, in my mind, it's, it's like this monostructural triplet, right? I mean, it's a monostructural, it's not monostructural, but it's a very monostructural triplet uh, that it really attacks your overall uh, endurance, your, your cardiovascular system. And then we've got to go into some really fast twitch muscle movements but also three minutes of that is an endurance component as well i think about the open workout where we had you know those 185 pound snatches after we'd already done a decent amount of work and those 185 pound snatches were not easy for anyone uh, let alone the 225 once people got there they were very fatigued and here we are again testing a snatch uh after being you know significantly fatigued um it's it's gonna make i think for some really challenging snatches Absolutely. After this amount of work, absolutely, um, it, it makes me think also about uh, you know when we were watching the the Bosman. Uh, I'm not sure what, what's that series called behind run, the games. Run you know, the, the test. Run the test. Yes, run the test. So he yep. he likes that concept that is this original concept of like, can you run a mile and deadlift heavy? Um, or, you know, at the games last year, he had the shuttle runs that, that 
the elite athletes, they did these shuttle runs and then these heavy jerks. And they did that in an interval style. Um, and not that I'm trying to predict any kind of trends that Bosman has. I mean, it's way too early to predict how he thinks. But there is some similarity here. Like, hey, can you can you endure this amount of high heart rate, right. uh, monostructural kind of work? And then can you lift a barbell? And can you recover enough to to move a barbell consistently for three minutes, which is so short? Um, I, I think it's a really curious and interesting test. I don't know if I like it. I'm not saying I like it. I think it's going to be incredibly painful, but my personal uh, opinion doesn't matter. I'm going to have to do it, right? right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you what, we'll have feedback uh, after this week is over. So much. Yeah, that'll be fun. And we decide to uh, give a little recap. <laughs> Good and yeah. bad. It'll all come out. Right. We'll have a lot more to say about our thoughts and opinions about the test afterwards. Oh, yes. Uh, is there anything else in this workout that, uh, that athletes that are doing this, um, whether they're just having fun doing it, some, some semifinal sure. uh, tests or or the actual competitors. Is there anything in here that, that uh, people might mess up, uh, they might forget, uh, where areas that they might get dinged from HQ? I would just say make sure to that there, you know, all the floor plans laid out in each of the tests, and we'll get through that as we, we talk about each one. But um, take the time to read. I think there are some nuances in a few of these that uh, yep. uh, you want to make sure that you're focused on. I don't think there's something as, as unique as a V-up or how to count a sure. crossover. I mean, they're certainly pretty, uh, if you'll say the use the word traditional movements in here but but take sure. the time because i think they have uh spelled out uh specifically how they want to see us uh perform these tests and i think it'll yeah. you know one whether you're doing it for fun or or uh, you're in semifinals no one wants to be surprised with a with a penalty email if they don't have to have to get one not at all this one this should be cut and dry yeah. let's hope that let's hope this is cut and dry and uh you know uh, there were there were a couple of things I noticed when people were doing uh, different measurements uh, during quarterfinals. You know, just make sure you have those measurements on the right side of the tape line. You know, mm -hmm. it's the outside of the tape line for shuttle runs, not the inside. Um, make it abundantly clear to HQ when you stand up on a snatch. Make it abundantly clear that you finished the snatch. Like your hips are open, you're standing still. Yeah, don't um, don't grab the rower uh, handle early, <laughs> right. or don't ghost, don't don't ghost the last fifteen meters like we saw in somebody's video or yeah. something like that. Just yeah, uh, and I just just play by the rules. Yep, do, exactly. do the right thing. Uh, test, All right, why don't you give us? Yeah, let's yeah, take test a look at two. Test Go two. Now, test two uh, is a hundred points. Uh, it's complete as many reps as possible of thrusters and muscle ups. So when you first see that, you say, hmm, athletes must complete a minimum of minimum number varied by division of thrusters and muscle ups. If this number is not achieved for any one movement, any reps over the minimum of the other movement will not count. So it's kind of a choose your own adventure, uh, which we saw in a open workout a number of years back, uh, ironically with muscle ups too, if I remember right. Uh, but the, the weights uh, for and the minimums uh, for masters 35 to 49 are 15 thrusters and 15 muscle ups, 135 for the men, 95 for the women. And for 50 to 59, it's 15 thrusters and 10 muscle ups, 95 for the women, 135 for the men. So we both have, well, you have a minimum of 30 reps. You have to do 15 thrusters and 15 muscle ups. And then however you will continue to work for the time cap of five minutes will determine your score as long as your minimum of 15 and 15 are met. And for me, it's 15 and 10 are met. I think as an athlete, you're going to have to decide what do you want to, or what is the best bang for your buck in your remaining time 
Do I want to do more thrusters? Do I want to do more ring muscle ups? It's interesting. I've not seen a style like this. I've not done no, anything it, like this in training, really. Uh, we certainly had choose your own adventure type training, but for a test, I, I don't know. Well, it's be interesting. And I, I immediately misread it when I first reviewed this workout. Um, I assumed that I knew what this workout was. Oh, it's an AMRAP, right? I mean, it just makes sense. It's an AMRAP. And then I, I reread it. I was like, oh, wait, it's, well, it's not an AMRAP. Oh, it is this choose your own adventure. And uh, it, it, of course, if of all the workouts, we have sort of the long workout with the lifting at the end. This is the quote unquote strategy workout. Uh, this is where I think an athlete is tested on knowing themselves the best, right? So it's going to take uh, less out yeah. to get the most rest yeah. that you can of the other group. Right. And it, I think that's an important thing to test. Um, I mean, at least I, I, I generally think I'm a, an athlete that knows myself pretty well. Um, I know what limits I can push on myself. I know what my strengths are, my weaknesses are. Uh, I think, and I'm, I'm saying I think on all of these because that's, I think, what's fun about a test like this. I think I know how I want to approach this. I think I know where my bias is on thrusters and ring muscle-ups once I get through the 15 and 15, um, but I'm not completely sure. So that, I think that's what is kind of fun, makes this a bit of a game. Like it kind of drives me crazy too, because I think, I think I'm really good at this one thing and I think I could, I could accumulate more reps over here, but maybe, maybe I can get more reps on this side. Um, so I, I almost feel like on this workout, I'm probably going to run through dozens of scenarios over the next three days. And then when it comes to testing the workout, yeah. I'm going to get through the 15. I'm going to get through the 15. And then it's just, you know, what they like throw the game plan out. Yeah. I, oh, my God. Okay, let's just get all the reps <laughs> I can. I don't know. I'm panicking. I've got a few minutes I feel like that's... I have to move. <laughs> I can't I think breathe. Actually gonna, yeah, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't do any of it. Um, I, I, there's cameras. I'm. I, is is it recording? I don't even. Is it recording? It better be recording because oh. I can't do this again. These are the panic attacks that. Uh, if if you're if you've ever done semifinals, these are the mini panic attacks you have multiple times through a five minute workout. Uh, the one thing I'll say is there is a tie break in this, and it's the tie break is when you've completed the minimum number of both the thrusters and the muscle ups. So your judge will be looking when you hit fifteen and fifteen. That's your tie break, and for me, it's fifteen and ten. That's your tie break. So there is a bit of a set, obviously sense of urgency in a five minute window um, mm. to get your minimums done, and then again, mm. you should have a little bit of a plan in your head, what am I going to attack for the remaining X number of minutes that you have, you know, assuming it takes you two or three minutes to get through your minimum work required. Right, right. And in, in I, I did some testing on this workout today, uh, and I just found it to be one of those classic push-pull style workouts. It's uh, it's definitely a heart rate uh, inducing workout. It, it, I say it gets the heart rate going very quickly, like any standard push-pull workout. Uh, but I like it. I really like the idea that it's it's uh, it's got thrusters. It's got muscle ups. These are both challenging uh, movements, and I love that as we move from the open to quarterfinals to semifinals, we see we see this increase of skill and weight. You know, a higher demand. Um, you, you know, you you can't just drag a guy off the street that can do ring muscle ups and 135 pound thrusters for most of these age groups. It just, at least that's for men, you, you can't just drag someone off the street and say, "Hey, give this a go." It's this is not just an endurance test. It's not just a fitness test. This is have you been training your ring muscle ups throughout the year? Do you have the shoulder endurance to navigate both ring muscle ups and thrusters? Like, have you done the work through the year to be ready for something like this? Because uh, just in testing, like this is a doozy. 
That's all I can say is this is uh, like all of them. They're all a punch in the face, but this one is a special one um, because it's choose how you want to get punched. And the weight here, as we talked about the uh, the weight discounting and test 1A, I mean, mm-hmm. test 1B, um, the weight discount really doesn't begin here until uh, 60 and up. Uh, as I'm looking at that, for men and women, they have 95 and 135 from 35 all the way up to 59, the weight stays the same. Now, the minimum work requirement changes in the muscle-ups, uh, but you know, your 35-year-old male and your uh, 58 or 59-year-old male are going to be both thrustering 135. So that's a little yeah. interesting there too, I thought. It, it is interesting. I'd, I'd be curious what uh, 58, 59-year-olds think, uh, what 55-year-olds think, but I also feel encouraged because I, boy, I want to be a 59-year-old doing 135-pound thrusters. You know, I I want to be tested, bring it. I want to be doing muscle ups at the time. You know, I imagine a guy like, uh, you know, Dave Hippensteel is wish is, is glad that he is, he still has muscle ups, you know, Mm -hmm. masters men 60 plus have muscle ups all the way through. They they're doing high skill. And that's something that I see this encouraging for the sport. I, on one hand, we do talk about discounts being something we want to see appropriate scaling, uh, for age groups. And I feel like this one probably hits the nail on the head. I think 135 pound thrusters are just challenging. It's not impossible. I don't think it Mm -hmm. needs to be scaled. I think it's challenging. Um, but on the other hand, we don't want them to water down the workouts too much because we want to be tested at all ages and prove to the world, like 59 year old doing 135 pound thrusters. I mean, that's just straight up awesome, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I want to be that guy. All right. Let's jump into test three. Okay. Once again, I've got the two-parter. I don't know how this happened, but uh, I'm going to do it. (laughs) You like Um, a lot of work. I just went for it. It it was not the plan. Um, So test 3A, we've got 100 points here. Test 3B will be 50 points. Test 3A, we've got five intervals of two minutes of work followed by one minute of rest. And if I'm correct, Rick, just check me on this, but it's essentially five AMRAPs. Uh, correct. Is yes. That, yes. Okay. Yes. I just want to make sure I was 99% sure. So in these intervals, so we, we have seven deadlifts, five cleans, three shoulder to overhead. The RX weight is 185 pounds for men, 125 pounds for women. And the way this works is you're going to do uh, three, two, one, go, seven deadlifts, five cleans, three shoulder to overhead, as many rounds and reps as possible in two minutes. You're going to rest one minute. And then when you go back to this interval or this AMRAP, you start back at deadlift deadlifts and you run through it again. It's always starting with deadlifts, getting as many rounds and reps as you can in that two minute window. You do this five times. And once you finish the fifth round, you have one minute of rest and you go directly into test 3B, which is five minutes to establish a max freestanding handstand hold, which is just super fun to see uh, the skill that we've seen at the semifinals for, uh, I believe, the individual athletes in 2020 trickle down to us three years later, which is really cool. So we have five minutes to establish that max freestanding handstand hold. Um, A point to make on that is that we have the entire five minutes to kick up to that handstand. We can take multiple attempts. That's one nice thing. Two, uh, let's say you take two or three attempts. As long as you are in a handstand prior to the five-minute mark, you can extend that last handstand for hours if you would like. As long as you would like beyond. But you have to be in that handstand at that five-minute mark. It's a lot like getting that last lift in. It has to be up prior to that five-minute mark, which is very cool. Now, we have some scaling options here. Uh, Masters 35 to 44 
uh, men are at 185, women are at 135. If we bump up to the Masters 45 to 54, which is both of us, we're at 105.55, uh, 155 for men, 105 for women. And then the 50 plus has 135 and 95 for men and for women. So again, we've got a scaling that seems appropriate for our age groups. I think that's fair. It's um, very DT-like. Very yeah. DT-like. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is this is grippy. I feel like this is a workout that is... I love interval workouts. I do a, a lot of interval work. So I, I really like this style. Uh, but I do very much know that this is going to get really, really, really spicy, really fast. I was going to say dirty. I couldn't decide between dirty and spicy. Three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, round three is going to get oh. you there. And the pairing here is really fun because you're going to be severely taxed in those shoulders, particularly from the, I mean, your core from the deadlifts, shoulders from the cleans and the shoulder to overhead. Then we jump into a max handstand hold in a four foot box. So obviously initial impressions, Rick, when you saw this one, uh, were you, uh, what were your, what were your thoughts? Handstand walks. Uh, mm. They could have laid out uh, uh, the test 3A and then given us a 25-foot. Um, and, and that's just because handstand holds going to be uh, an adventure for me. Let's put it that way. But but within a four-foot box, you can move your hands as long as you don't mm -hmm. touch the tape or your mm -hmm. uh, no part of your body leaves the box. You know, you can move around a little. It'll be trying to find the balance, trying to grip the floor with your fingertips, uh, you know, fire the shoulders, which will, as you said, will be taxed. Um, mm -hmm. it, it, this is, uh, to me, I saw this and I thought DT, I know the rep scheme's different. And there's no hang power cleans. It's clean. So it's got to come from the floor and they specifically talk about Um but it, it's going to feel like DT, five rounds, what goes, your grip, your shoulders, everything and then turn right around into a very, very high skill for all age groups. And I think you pointed that out. Everybody mm. is going to attempt the handstand hold. 55 and up doesn't matter. Good luck getting upside down, seeing how long you can hold it. I mean, how great is that? How great yeah. is the keep it? Again, what I love about the the 50-point efforts, the part B to uh, workout one and workout three, are these sort of separator polarizing type events. You know, there's going to be people that can really snatch like crazy in one B uh, and they may not have, I mean, they may have a great score in that part one, but they may not, but, uh, but it's polarizing, you know, there's, uh, but also it's a high school polarizing type situation. And so is the handstand hold um, very polarizing. And again, it's nice to have a polarizing event to test people's skill to, to, to really up that game and get the best competitors to the games. But if you're mediocre at handstand holds, because it's only 50 points, this is not, a devastating workout not you're not out yeah Correct. yeah and i think there's that just shows me that there was some real thought put into this because it i, I mean I, in, as far as i know in any online test that i've ever done there's never been any 50 point efforts Same. that i know of yeah right absolutely okay so they they went back and you know someone was at a whiteboard saying hey what about what about someone that's just just completely just face plants yard sales this handstand hold but they're really a decent athlete well, they're going to get dinged and it may cost them semifinals, but it 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 may not because it is 50 points. They win every other one, they lose 50 points here or you know, maybe maybe lose 30 points here. They're not dead. They're not dead in the water, but they are teasing these higher skill movements for us because this is the kind of stuff that we expect to see at the games. They are still very much trying to get the very best high skill high capacity athletes to the games. Is that fair? That's very fair. I thought last year with your example of uh, 
up through your age group, you had the uh, obstacle for the handstand walk. Yeah. Uh, I would not be shocked to see an obstacle for even an older age group now this year um, yeah. at the games. Um, the other thing is there was, and I can't remember where I saw it, but there was a little giveaway in something from either the rule book or an email that came out that talked about 100 points or 50 points. And I think that was flashing. Yeah. And I don't remember where I saw that, but I was like, mm -hmm. they were telegraphing it to us. That we they didn't were. know what it was going to be. But again, and it caught my attention because just like you said, I don't think we've ever had, uh, there have been 50 points at the games. If you remember way back when they had the mm -hmm. shuttle runs and the handstand walks out in Carson, those were 50 point scores. They were not full yep. 100 point scores. Yep. And I think because somebody described it as just a smaller, um, higher skill or monostructural, um, very fast. They didn't want to weight it as much as a longer, I think that was the year they had Merck. And they didn't want right. to say a, a, a shuttle sprint was equivalent to doing Merck in points right. wise on the standings. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's, that's really smart thinking right there. And even going back to the games then that they had the, the insight on that. Uh, which makes a lot of sense. And then to bring that into this space. And I remember when they telegraphed that, I think it was via email. I it, I for sure thought that we would have some part A and part B workouts where it'd be 50 points for part A, 50 points for part B. I, that's where my brain was thinking. Uh -huh. uh, but I did, wasn't expecting two double workouts or two right. double efforts. And this, again, it takes this idea like, you know, one of the complaints or one of the challenges that Masters athletes have had in the past was the fact that if we've had two three-day qualifiers, so quarterfinals was a three-day effort and then we had semifinals as a three-day effort you know some people struggled with their work schedule and had to manage work life family and all of that twice for these qualifiers and that created some challenges and limitations for people so crossfit goes back to the drawing board and they think okay how do we create tests that will bring the best to the games but also consolidate this and concentrate it into two days, but also give enough points to make a nice spread, an actual real, real test. Like if we only had 400 points, yeah, that's, that's super that's tight, tough. right? Yes, that's so how do we get these guys 500 points to, to manage? How do we get these guys? And in quarterfinals, they gave us 500 points by having part A and part B in a workout that was worth 100 each. Mm -hmm. And in semifinals, now we've got four workouts plus part B for two workouts, technically six scores. I kind of like those, that. Yeah, those extra efforts aren't maybe worth full hundred points, mm -hmm. so they give it fifty points each. Again, it's a really nice and artistic, I think, creative solution to guys. We can't test you in person. We can't test you over three days, but here's two days, and here's two really good tests, and here's as close as we can get to a fair scoring situation for you. So if I'm upside down for only five seconds, then it's I'm not going to be as damaging. Is that what you're saying? No. That is what I'm saying. You. Rick, I will fly up there. <laughs> if you text be, me that day, you're like, oh, I got five, five seconds. seconds. I will. Um, I you're fired. Well, um, now, not, now I know. I'm there's no firing that, power. No I have no. I have no firing power. So <laughs> no, no matter what I do, you're getting a text that says that. you're retired. <laughs> okay, I'm retired. Okay, good. Uh, you're gonna be okay. You're gonna be okay. There, there is no uh, uh, hiding behind test four here. It is. Nope. It is not uh, 50 point. It is 100 points. It's a similar to the end of quarterfinals. This is going to be a punch in the mouth uh, for both male and female. It is a uh, four time with a 15 minute cap. So it gives you a little idea of what they think the uh, duration should, should be. It'll certainly be under. It'll be a buy-in of 20 burpee box jump overs into two rounds of 20 kettlebell box step-ups into and two rope climbs. 
So two rounds of that. And then two rounds of 20 kettlebell goblet squats and two legless rope climbs. And then a cash out of 20 burpee box jump overs. Now, interestingly, the box for all is 20 inches. We went to an 11 foot target uh, for wall balls last year in semifinals, something different, something higher and harder, that that direction. Here we're going with a 20-inch box. So sh- so the 20 inches for male and female, uh, the kettlebell weight is 70 pounds for, uh, for the men, 53 for the women, and a 15-foot rope for, uh, for all age groups except for 55 plus. They get a 12-foot rope. So a buy-in of burpee box jump overs, four rounds of various kettlebell movements, plus uh, rope climbs, challenging rope climbs too, uh, being legless, and then a cash out of burpee box jump overs. At 15 minutes, I get that there are going to be a lot of scores sub 10 minutes, which means you're going to have to be moving on this uh, every single part. And at 20 burpee box jump overs at 20 inches at the very end, I wouldn't be surprised if you're not touching the box. You're just doing a complete launch over, at least for the last few reps. That's that's my guess. When was the last time you've done a 20-inch burpee box jump over? Uh, it, it it would have been the last time I did Fight Gone Bad because that's in, in uh, that's truly the RX of Fight Gone Bad. But then I'm going to have to tell you, it's probably been 10 plus years since I've done 20, <laughs> 20 inches. I don't, we warm up on 20. Yeah, in, yeah. In a workout, uh, I don't think interesting. I have. Interesting. Um, yeah, I, I tested the burpee box jump over at 20 today. I just wanted to see, what does okay. it feel like to do a burpee box jump over 20 inches? It's bizarre. It's it's different. It's it? Yeah. My body was super confused. You know, last year we threw a wall ball to, to 11 feet, and that was atrocious. Um, really challenging, right? And then this year, we're jumping to a 20-inch box. I overjumped height-wise <laughs> so many attempts. I was like, my body was trying to overdo it um, in a way that it was very uh, just disorienting. So I did like two or three, and I was like, I can't find a rhythm. It, this is a brand-new movement on a 20-inch box for me because we're always 24 inches or we're 30 inches, for goodness sake. So now just we're four weeks inches. ago in quarterfinals, we were jumping all to a 30-inch box. Yeah, yeah, now we're on a 20-inch. Yeah. Now, I know, I, I actually, so I want to give a, a thank you directly to the person who... If it was Adrian or whoever gave him the feedback that, hey, if you're doing step-ups, 24 inches is really a mess for some people, right? So for me, I'm 5'8 on a good day, maybe 5'8 and a half in the morning. But when I do 24-inch box step-ups, it is a slightly compromised movement pattern for me because it's it's too high. Like a 26-inch box, uh, wait, 24, 22-inch box would be perfect for me. Uh, a 20-inch box is is great. So when I do in my training, when I do step ups to get the right stimulus, I'm actually typically going to a 20 inch box because 24 is just too deep. I, I end up really twisting and whatever. Um, So mm-hmm. to get this kettlebell step up on a 20 inch box, I did a couple of those today. And I was like, this is an appropriate stimulus. Like this feels correct. It feels like the right height. It's really weird to do burpee box jump overs at this height. But the kettlebell step up, you know, thank you. Because if I go higher than that, I mean, I've got some really weird, um, I got a, I got a mess in my hips on the day after some taller box step ups. Again, jumps, it's fine. But step ups, you got the single leg modality. And I think we put ourselves in a weird spot there. So that's a nice feature there um, from my take. And I know that's very selfish there's plenty of athletes that are taller than me saying like hey man 24 inch box step way you know, it suck it yeah. up. So, but yeah exactly uh, after testing it today i was appreciative of that and you're right i think that this is definitely a barn burner set yourself on fire kind of workout uh but it's got some 
traps in it and uh yeah. you know I, to I the athletes out there yeah one of them is uh, a, a popular or not i would say popular a common penalty for the individuals in their quarterfinals was the racing of the front squats failure to mm-hmm. lock out uh yep. here we don't have a barbell but we have a goblet squat and i know they'll mm-hmm. be looking for locking out uh shoulders hips and knees yep the tendency at, at 70 pounds you're like okay that's only a 70 pound front squat and i've got 40 of them total to do i want to make sure i get through them fast but don't forget they'll be looking for lockout and yeah I, that and those uh, ding, people be dinged this, for that. This is a this one's workouts that is a, it's again it's another push pull workout. So thrusters is push pull. This is another push pull and uh, buckle up because the heart rate is going to go through the roof because it's the push pull. You're really engaging significant muscle groups um, on the pulling side of things, and then right back into the step ups and the squats, which are which are pushing. And you've got this twenty burpee buy in, which is just straight up a trap which is fine. Um, if all my competitors would like to do those first set of 20 burpees as fast as physically possible, sign up, uh, sign yeah, please up. go for it. Yeah. <laughs> totally go for it. Be careful. Uh, I think, you know, if you, if they've, if they're games contenders, they know where the traps are on this thing. Um, but it's a, uh, as far as a fair test, a fun test, thinking through it as the finale, um, you know, it's, it's, for me, in my mind, it's one of those where like, yeah, when I'm done with this one, I'm done for the weekend, I think, you know, and I don't know what order I'm going to do all the workouts in. But I know that this is one of those that I'm like, mm, it's gonna hurt. It's a lot like the last workout in our semifinals, which was the thruster and rowing workout. You know, when you start it, it's gonna suck. And uh, there's nothing you can do. You just got to finish it if you want to, uh, you know, put your stamp or get a ticket to the games. Yeah, it's not going to be, you don't have um, rounds of rest like you do in uh, 3A. Nope. So once you begin the burpee box jump overs, hang on because it's going to be, I'm assuming around the 10 minute, 10 minutes, so 10 minute, sub 10 minute workout, certainly for the younger, for the younger age groups. Yeah. And that's just a painful, that's just a painful place to be right there. You know, thinking about the amount of effort, uh, what, what 20 burpee box jump overs does to the rest of a workout, um, really makes me not looking, I'm not looking forward of all the workouts. I'm not looking forward to this one. I'm not necessarily looking forward to the rowing double under and shuttle run workout just because it, it has that repetitiveness to it. It's, but, um, you know, it's uh it is it is what's programmed and i'm not a big complainer about what's programmed these are the workouts these are the tests i'm not i don't have time or energy to critic critique them overwhelmingly critique them or try to figure out a lot of the what they're trying to test i'm just gonna do the work and again like you and i talked about earlier when we're done with this uh entire test we will jump onto a podcast next weekend uh maybe with a piece of pizza in our hand to uh enjoy the finish or the completion of the test uh and we will we will have all kinds of opinions about the workouts at that point but uh you know we're there there this is what's given to us and we'll we'll do the work if i can uh finish with one uh, one thing is what we didn't see which is i think surprising um uh you know for those that qualify and are able to advance maybe you'll see some of these things at the next stage but no uh no wall ball since the since the open uh no pistols at all this year uh no crossovers for crossover single unders for age groups um no handstand walking uh, no I, I know we have deadlifts and believe me your back will remind you on monday that you have dead had deadlift but we're talking no heavy deadlifts so i guess that's my point there no 315s um or even 335 in a in a uh 
in a workout. Uh, plenty of deadlifting. You'll deadlift a number of times in that workout, but just no heavy deadlift. So I think uh, as much as we talked about what is included and what we liked and saw and touched on in those three mm-hmm. three stages so far, it's also interesting of what's not in yeah. the three stages. You know, there's there's a couple of other uh, items that, that we've seen in the past, or at least the last two years, that we didn't see this year, and things that we saw this year that were interesting. So uh, I think back to 2021, we had a four rep max front squat, which was very challenging. So these static lifts, right? And then last year, we had the CrossFit Total, mm-hmm. which tested significant strength movements. Um, but then this year, we've seen a really decent amount of Olympic lifting. I mean, think about the Open. We have... We have heavy snatches yeah. in the open or progressively heavier snatches. And then we have a, a heavy clean. We have a heavy thruster in our history. Now we have um, heavy snatches again, heavy snatches again, um, yeah. and heavy snatches in a similar fashion that the open was. So there's a little repetitiveness there. Um, okay. You know, it is what it is, but uh, yeah, I think those, those are interesting observations, Rick, that we, we haven't seen and some of the items that we typically are tested on. And without them broadening, I expect them to do this in, in future years as we thought, oh, wow, how will we ever see a rower when CrossFit was starting out in the open? But mm-hmm. without saying that everybody has a C2 bike or a ski mm-hmm. erg or an echo bike, without yeah. using any of those implements, you're going to be running. I guess that's the yeah. thing I can yeah. test you on a rower and I'm going to test you on shuttle runs. And those right. are going to be my, and, and, and double unders to some effect. Those are going to be my monostructural tests. If you yeah. capacity. Yes. Yeah. Test. yeah it, it's, I, I, I sure hope that in the future, at some point in our virtual competitions, we can see something like, I mean, I don't know what the most other common machine is. My brain thinks of course, C2 bike concept to uh ski erg, echo bike, assault bike. Those, I mean, those are all so scattered and different gyms have different things, but <laughs> if we could see the ski erg, cause we've seen the ski erg at the games multiple times, so many times, and even as masters athletes in 2018, we had a ski erg in 2021, we had a ski erg, uh, and, and really in 2022, we had a ski erg. Yeah. So three out of the last four years I've been tested on the ski erg. And I, because of that, I've, I own a ski erg. Uh, it's right behind me actually. Um, yeah, I, I'd, I'd love to see that come into semifinals again. They'd have to give us plenty of notice so we can make sure that we have that. And that's what they've done in the past. Not every gym has GHD. So there is, some levels of of like responsibility on our part to you know we're we're at a, a virtual competition they're trying to bring the best in the world and so maybe CrossFit can introduce a couple of or one of those machines in the next couple of years but yeah we'll see but um, yeah so that's those are the semifinal workouts they are uh, they are no small feat um, we're really excited I think both of you and I are both excited to have them in our hands to be strategizing thinking um, sharing strategy and now we're going to jump into the strategy section where we tell you all of our secrets just kidding Rick how about a pick of the week funny. it just cut out on me I don't know I don't yeah know I don't know what happened yeah yeah just funny like our, our internet kind of if we can yeah. get it back we'll let you guys know but uh, yeah we just spent 45 minutes on strategy um, yeah. <laughs> nice <laughs> how about a how it about works. a pick of the week instead what do you what is a pick of the week for your tip of the week uh it's it's probably just going to be uh you know make sure you do all the small things right i think that's it's not gear or anything like that it's going to be read the directions take time on your measurements take time on your video to set everything up uh don't make it as you said i think be deliberate or something like that uh 
Yeah. Make it make it easy on them watching the videos because there's only 30 men and 30 women per age group of videos that they need to review. So they will scrutinize them. Um, there was some confusion quarterfinals. I know not all of mine were, were reviewed, uh, but they were all checked off. I think that happened in a number of age groups. So uh, with this few of competitors across the age groups, take your time, uh, have some fun. Uh, you've If you're doing these, you've earned the right to do them. Don't forget, it's, uh, uh, it's no small feat to be at semifinals. So uh, enjoy the process and uh, we'll see how it all shakes out. That's my, uh, my tip. How about you? I love it. Uh, I have a pick of the week and I'm going to share, um, just because I shared it on YouTube uh, just today that, um, you know, I've, I've recently had an apparel sponsor um, uh, sign, sign me up. So um, uh, an apparel sponsor, it's called uh, Barbell Apparel. And uh, it is my pick of the week uh, for two reasons. One, well, they're not paying me at all to talk about this on the podcast uh there's actually no credit here whatsoever it's just that i have had for years and years and years a really hard time finding clothing that fits my body um i mean i can find workout clothes all day a large shirt and a large pants that's all i need to do just order it and i got it but when it comes to like jeans or slacks or a dress shirt for goodness sakes or like a shirt to just go out and and hang out on the town or something like that i've always struggled to try to find something that fits the athletic build and barbell apparel um they sent me some jeans they sent me some shirts to test out before uh i i became uh you know signed on with them and their stuff is great in fact yesterday i went with my family to nashville we hung out in, in downtown nashville for you know three or four hours and i wasn't wearing workout clothes the entire time and that's the first time i've gone out to do something like that in years not wearing you know shorts so i i had i had a well i don't know gosh i don't know clothes but i had um uh khakis they're not khakis but they're like whatever the equivalent of khakis are nowadays but like they weren't jeans and they weren't like slacks so they're kind of khakis and a shirt tucked in and i felt so dressy i'm gonna tell you what i i felt so dressy but at the same time i'm also planning for my oldest son's wedding which is this summer and uh i did have athletic i mean uh i did have uh, barbell apparel send me a dress shirt to try on for my son's wedding and i just i tried it on i was like you know i really hate wearing dress shirts they just are so tight and they bind up and i can't touch my elbows together and i feel all you know all these things i buttoned it up and i was like oh my gosh where has i could work out in this and and, and my wife was like, this, you look great. This is a shirt. I mean, you look, you're in a dress shirt. It looks great. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I'm settled. I'm sold. Uh, so Barbell Apparel. So one, supporting a, a master's athlete or sponsoring a master's, a master's athlete is a very rare thing. So they've done that. Uh, I feel honored to do, that they've sponsored uh, me. Guys, it's, it doesn't doesn't pay hardly any of my bills. But the fact that they're going out and they're doing that for a master's athlete, uh, give them a look. We've got a link in the description for Barbell uh, Apparel. It's great stuff. Super high quality. And uh, again, they're reaching out to the master's athlete community. And uh, we'd love, I'd love to have you guys show your appreciation. If, if there's anything interesting, uh, just click that link below. Uh, that doesn't give me any credit. It just lets them know that you're a master's athlete and that you're interested. So uh, that's my pick of the week. Excellent. Well, I'll have to be checking that because I do wear dress shirts. So <laughs> I, you, I do I, button up a dress shirt. Oh, man, week, I tell you so. what, you could wear this dress shirt. You could actually go to work all day, Rick, yeah. and then wear this dress shirt Straight to do to DT and you'll yep. be fine. Yep. I, mean, yep. it's, I don't know. It's very strange. But, man, it, it looks good and it feels good. But, uh, hey, guys, thanks for listening through this podcast and uh, our review of the semifinal workouts for 2023. Uh, if you found this episode to be helpful, we'd be so grateful, as always, if you could take 
take a moment to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app. Your support helps us reach more listeners and grow our master's community. Until next time, get bolder, not older. Rick, good luck at semifinals this week, my friend. Thank you. You too. See you next week.